to the Seeing Deep podcast, where we see deep in a shallow world by exploring our surrounding culture through a biblical lens. We are back this week to honor mamas, biological moms, stepmoms, foster moms, adoptive moms, spiritual moms. So I thought about calling this episode Surviving Single Motherhood, and then I was like, no, yes, single motherhood is hard, but then so is motherhood in general. There can be a stigma for single moms that makes it even more challenging, but I felt that what would be an encouragement to single moms is a reminder of the hidden strength that is theirs in Christ. You are not alone, friends. So both my friend with me today, I have a special friend, Anne and I have had our seasons of single motherhood, and so I thought she would be a perfect fit for this episode. So here with me to discuss this topic is Anne McCabe, and she is uh, serves on my ministry as a team member. And Anne is a former public school educator turned homeschool mom. God's grace, along with a resourceful mindset, opened doors for her to stay home with her children as a single mom. Talented in the visual arts, she raised two now-adult creative girls who have also pursued their love for the arts. And she has a little one at home now that she is still raising. Anne has a passion to live out her life with a healthy mind, body, and soul for the glory of God, and to set an example for her children and compel others to know Him, too. Welcome, Anne. Hi, Denise. Thank you so much for covering this topic with me. Oh, I'm excited. Me too. So uh, the featured scripture for this episode is taken from Isaiah 43, verses 1 and 2. Don't be afraid. I've redeemed you. I've called your name. You're mine. When you're in over your head, I will be there with you. When you're in rough waters, you will not go down. When you're between a rock and a hard place, it won't be a dead end because I am God, your personal God. I love that translation. I like to look at different verses in different translations. Sometimes they just speak in such a way to you when you need to hear it. And you know, fear is one of the big inhibitors in parenting, period. But as a single mom, the buck stops with us, right? But we belong, friends. The first hidden strength I want to share is that, number one, you are not alone. There's something about the feeling of being isolated, the pain of that overwhelmed feeling that no one is really there for us. But that is not true. We have the hidden strength of the Almighty God for us and in us and with us. These are not just words. They are the reality for those who lean in to God for strength. I remember when... I had first moved with my children from our home that was foreclosed upon. And we were living in this desolate neighborhood. And truly, there was only one other neighbor in the whole neighborhood. It was a uh, neighborhood that had new homes in it, but had been abandoned. And a friend came to my house and she said, are you part of the witness protection program? <laughs> She's like, <laughs> and I just felt so isolated. And yet in that place of loneliness, if you can relate to that, there was this empowering feeling that I wasn't alone. And 2 Thessalonians 3, 3 says, but the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. God's word and presence was a stability in our home. As we got into God's word together, we felt safe, protected, and seen. Mm. Yes. Well, there are some things that you will never understand until you go through them. And facing parenting on my own was an incredible shock. The trauma was real. 
and the struggle is still real. But that is the reality of life and what God's word says we will all face as Christians. The challenge of being fully responsible for parenting my three girls in their teen years and with a bonus toddler caused me to lean into the Lord in a more desperate way than ever before. Um, One thing that got me through was reading. I love to read, and that was one way that I was able to find His presence. Um, I just would turn to the Word. I would turn to books that ministered to my heart and soul. One book that really blessed me was called The Sacred Journey uh, by Brian Simmons. Truly ministered to me. Um, It's really just a commentary, or I guess you would say an anointed explanation of the Song of Songs from the Word of God. But I read it so many times, it just blessed my heart. I think it healed my heart to realize that God has so much affection for me. It was like I just needed to know that God really liked me and was passionate about me. And in the Word, um, He speaks about that in the Song of Songs, the Song of Solomon. My consistent awareness of His love helped me tremendously as a mom. Because as we know, we are vessels and we need to be filled up with his love to be able to pour it out. Um, And as a single mom, it's especially easy to get depleted. So that was one thing I did that really, truly helped me. And so that, you know, you just are talking about really our second principle today is peace, how God gave you peace. And one way he did was through reading. And that just helped usher you into his presence. I think sometimes when we go through just horrible times where it's like a bomb went off in your house, that's how I used to describe it. You know, peace is not, it's a foreign concept. Let's put it that way. And so to be able to, in the midst of just so much ruins around us, there's this inner strength of peace that God has for us. And, and all of us access it in different ways. Um, I still have pictures of my kids huddled with me in a circle uh, in that home that we were at, the Witness Protection Program home. And we were up there in my room and I just on my knees with them, opening up my Bible and each one of them rededicated their lives to the Lord mm-hmm. right there. And our peace was simply in desperateness before God. God, we need you. And and part of that, what that produced, and I'll call it principle number three, is a close relationship with my my children. This was one of the hidden strengths. Uh, It was such a blessing, but also something to keep our eye on as we parent, because sometimes when you get really close with your kids, you can start to enable them. And, And so there's a fine line there. But when my children and I were making ends meet, the struggles were overwhelming. I mean, just the finances and just everything, court battles for five years. You just feel like you're going to die, Mm -hmm. but God. And in the midst of that, my children's hearts and mine were drawn near to God and to one another. And they were the greatest source of comfort for me after God. God would use them to say things at just the right time when I needed hope. 
in the midst of my grieving process. I, I remember one time rocking in a corner. I mean, the proverbial rocking in a corner, eating chocolate, okay? Um, just <laughs> weeping. How am I going to make it out of this mess? Oh, God, where are you? And my, my second daughter, she comes up to me, puts her hands on me and says, Mom, it's okay. You can be strong in Christ. And she just, it's like somehow right in that moment, she gave me this peace because it's like, God has you, Mom. And it's like, okay, I can stop rocking and eating chocolate now. <laughs> but they just, at the right time, God would use them. Psalm 139, 13 and 14 says, For you formed my inner parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it well. Sometimes I think when we're so much in the midst of just destruction, we forget that there's beautiful life all around us. And so moms, we got to be a part of bringing our children into this world, the gift of life. And, and I remember my kids saying to me, mom, do you ever feel like you made a mistake? Have you ever had that question, moms? Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, I can't say yes to that. <laughs> uh, and, and I realized, no. You know what? The what ifs of this world will kill you. You just can't stay there. I realized I thanked God and I would walk through it again to get my precious children, yeah. hands down. Amen. The gift of life. And so looking at the ruins or looking at why, how did I get here? None of that mattered. You know, we live in a fallen world and people choose to sin, but it was my children, the close relationship with them that was a hidden strength for me. And we get to be the biggest influence in their lives if we choose to be. And, and that's hard. It's a hard thing as a single mom, too. Yeah. And so our culture views children as a burden, but they are the biggest blessing. Sometimes raising them will be the hardest thing we do, but as a gift to have children to do life with. Well, I agree with you on that. My kids bring so much joy to my life. And one of the things I treasure is the closeness and the fun and the laughter and that we all share together. And I especially recognize that my youngest daughter, the perfect timing of her coming into our lives has brought joy to all of us. Mm -hmm. um, she came during a painful time, but I think the older girls, because they watched me parent her, they grew in compassion um, as they helped me um, watch me work with her and teach mm -hmm. her to walk and help with her, help with the diapering and help with the potty training and even help with the disciplining at times. Uh, I can see the compassion and feel it at times when they realized I had, I had done all these things for them. And, and then we also shared so much laughter when she would do her cute baby things and, you know, she was no perfect child by any stretch, but she did have a joy for life and she still does. Um, she's only seven, um, but the others are, are adults now. So, you know, I'm, I've had a bonus child here starting over with parenting and she's just been such a fun personality. Um, that was uh, what her preschool teacher said about her. And she naturally just said, thank you. She had her cute way of saying it. She used to say, Daku. 
Um, <laughs> um, but she would say it all the time. I mean, I really did not have to prompt her. And I just felt like that was such a gift to me that she was given just early on a gift of gratitude. So anytime we would hand something to her, she would say "Daku," and you know we would smile at her or laugh, and she would she would always be saying thank you. And at a stressful time, that was just a, a reminder to all of us to not take life so seriously and to laugh and to mm. to have gratitude in our hearts. I love that you say that they saw you and how you cared for her mm-hmm. was an impetus for them to realize you had done the same for them. I think sometimes in the midst of divorce, in the midst of just pain and, and brokenness in our lives, without realizing it, our kids can transfer that blame. Yeah. You know, and I think the opportunity for them to realize, and sometimes it takes years for them to realize, mm-hmm. wow. Look at all that my mom is doing for me in this season of life. And I know my kids have come around to say, wow, (laughs) we realize it, mom, you know, and I just point to Jesus. I just point to him. But that is so neat that your daughter's got to see that. That is such a gift. Yeah, yeah. It really was. It was just a blessing that she came at that time, that she was able to bring a perspective to them that they would not have had during that time. And that she also brought us laughter. And then, like I said, just the fact that she said thank you all the time just kept us reminder that we had so much to be thankful for. So, Mm. yeah. Number four, seeing our blessings and um, that we can be resourceful in seeing our blessings. Um, Being a single mom can make all the resources tighter, especially emotional resources and financial ones. I had to seek the Lord and trust him and increase my faith to provide for us. It did as I trusted him to to, um, provide It was a challenge to stay focused on him and to stay in faith while feeling completely alone. There were so many ways that he came through during this time that I was encouraged by his faithfulness to us over and over. It's hard to see our blessings when things do not go the way that we have prayed for them to go. Sometimes God's answer is no, even when we cannot understand. But even when I didn't understand, he still provided for us. He was still faithful. One miracle that I can easily point to is being able to provide for my children while still working from home. I had been at home with them from the time they were little and had been able to homeschool them. Um, So I was able to continue that even when the finances were stretched and even when things were unpredictable. Um, And the work that I did, it even allowed me to be there for my toddler and it gave me time to heal from the emotional trauma I was facing. Mm, You know, I, I can still see this as if it was yesterday. And thank God it wasn't yesterday, right? But uh, you and I sitting in a Panera. Yes. And, you know, just uh, walking beside you during that time. And, you know, I I know people can see a snapshot of me at that time. Just sometimes at church, I would just come forward and just weep. That's all I could do. 
you know, just try to hold it together to get through the church service. But I love that you were able to see God's blessings in the midst because we can focus on the wreckage and not recognize how incredibly blessed we are. The spiritual blessings that we just don't even consider sometimes because these hidden strengths we're talking about are for those who are in Christ. We have this incredible strength that we hardly ever tap into. And so I love that you saw that. And that brings me to point five, our perspective. This is not the end of our story. Psalm 147.3 says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. God will complete the work that He's begun in us. We can get overwhelmed because we see the here and now, and it just seems beyond repair. But that is not the truth. The God we serve is taking us from glory to glory. And so I think back to that day in Panera, and I told you, I know you're going to get through this. But at the time, it felt impossible. Just like for me, I thought I'm going to be going to court the rest of my days. That's what attorneys told me too. But God. So we have the hidden strength of perspective. The here and now is temporary. It does not define us. See, it's easy to think, oh gosh, this is so hard right now, and just get our brains wrapped around that. Mm -hmm. Instead of the fact that our God, who is outside of time, already has plans for us, and they're good, and this here and now is going to disappear, and there will be no more tears. And so we look to that superior pleasure, that superior hope, and we say, that's what I'm going to focus on. And that gives us perspective for the here and now. So when we feel like we fail as a mom, anyone out there ever feel like you fail as a mom? I certainly did. God has our back. He's able to strengthen us with a fresh perspective and His mighty grace, with the ability to see blessings, as we shared, um, point number four, to be able to have close relationship with our children, number three, and number two, to have peace. And then to remember, number one, that we are never never ever alone what we focus on determines our perspective there have been so many times where i felt defeat as a single mom and i would just have to surrender and turn it over to the lord turn every struggle over to god there have been times when I was parenting my teens, when I thought my words were encouraging. I was sure that they were, and they were taken the opposite way. And I was just utterly confused and puzzled by it. There have been times when I felt emotional walls that were impenetrable with my teenagers. But at these times, it usually worked best to return to prayer and find strength in God to say less and trust that the love of God would eventually break through. And in the end, um, it usually did. <laughs> Sometimes it took longer than I wanted. In the end, each soul needs the touch of the Lord. And moms have to just persevere and do the best they can and use the strengths they have and the resources they have, which is what I tried to do. And keep, I just keep my love on and keep trusting God. And he was always faithful to me. Mm, that phrase, keep their love on. I can't remember who wrote that book, but uh, I think it's called Keep Your Love On. And I just can't remember the author right now, but um, I think that, it's Danny Silk. Yes, that's it. 
That has been a principle that I come back to again and again, you know, um, and, and how God keeps his love on for us. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime we want to be offended, we realize we offended God in the highest, uttermost, <laughs> yeah. and he kept his love on for us. Mm-hmm. And what was one of your favorite moments, if you have one, of being a single mom? Well, I have quite a few. Um, One of the things that blessed me was when my daughter gave me a plaque. Um, She's my adult daughter now. Um, If I didn't have you as a mom, I would choose you as a friend. Um, Mm. So, you know, I I didn't ever want to be a friend. I wanted to be a mom first to my children because they need a mom. Um, They have plenty of friends. But as she passed um, out of teenage years and into being an adult to receive that from her was a true blessing. Um, just felt very respected by that. Um, I also have memories of sitting with the girls reminiscing and laughing while we watch one of our favorite CYT shows, their Christian youth theater that they have wonderful memories of. And it's just, you know, brought up so much joy and laughter um, that we all participated in together. Um, and I just feel like it's the everyday times when everyone is sitting together and we're laughing. It's those times that build up beautiful memories. Um, I've enjoyed the moments when our, I've talked about the little one a lot, the toddler would have us all laughing with her joyful baby antics. She would uh, one time she got a desk pan holder that kind of looked like a microphone and she was making up her own song, imitating her sister. She's seen <laughs> them sing a lot. And just those moments where we're just all rolling on the floor, laughing together and enjoying each other is just, those are the memories that I cherish. Um, there was one time where the little one, um, I was, she was standing next to me and I was at her big sister's audition for a theater for her theater group. And um, she snuck up there and went right up on the stage and started singing <laughs> the top of her lungs right during the, <laughs> the audition. <laughs> As a mom, I was turning red, like, Oh my goodness, how did I miss that? You know, I'm taking pictures. And <laughs> next thing I know, the little ones up there on stage at a very official moment, but um there, you know, we all laughed and now we all enjoy that memory together. So I kind of almost feel like I was there when that happened, but I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Kids can get away with stuff like that, right? Yes. Oh my goodness. Well, that's just so beautiful. For me, each one of mine in their own way also, they were just such a part of my healing and the different, like I was saying earlier, things that they would say at just the right moment or do. And so it's impossible to say a favorite moment here. I put you on the spot. You should share a favorite moment because every day was filled with God's grace in some measure. Moments where you realized that when you were not enough, Jesus was. Moments when you were so bone tired, but somehow you just laugh and savor the moments you're in, even when it's just total chaos. And it has been so fun to reminisce with you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. This was a blessing to be here. I'm honored. Oh, so fun. And thank you for serving on the ministry team too. 
Yes, I'm so excited about the cookbook that's out and that we were able to accomplish that together. That was a fun project. Awesome. And hey, this is just a little a tag since you brought it up. You know, if you are out there and you're a single mom or if you're not a single mom, this is a great way to encourage young moms and grandmoms uh, to be able to foster time right in the kitchen with the next generation. And it's just fun recipes, a lot of fun to make the book. And uh, you can check that out on Amazon or actually it's on a lot of different retailers as well. So moms, we hope you're encouraged today that God is your ever present help. But when you need human help, be connected to a godly church and small group and reach out for help. We're all in need from time to time. And God wants to meet that need through fellowship with his people. Well, y'all, I hope you're enjoying this whole month as we're featuring moms and how to be encouraged in Christ. And next week, I hope you'll join us again for our final episode. You've been listening to the Scene Deep podcast, where we dive into the Word of God for the answers to life's problems. (laughs) 